Hello, it's Nemi again, your favorite mental health podcaster. Welcome to another episode of Be Mentally Who with Nemi, the podcast that helps you find a safe place to unpack your feelings, gain clarity, and get the help you need to be mentally whole. How was the weekend and how are you holding up on this new week? And I would also love to ask, how is the health of your mind, your soul, and your heart? As for me, I'm doing pretty good. It's a new week and I'm hopeful, I'm expectant. I told you all in the last episode that my exams are fast approaching and I'm in that week where my exam starts. Yeah. And so in the last episode, I established the foundation of what trauma is and how it affects a person's mental health, behavior and overall well-being. Also, I made you understand the possible ways in which you can experience trauma and the four trauma responses. And towards the end of the episode, I brought you on a journey of sitting down, reflecting on the experiences that you might have had in the past that were traumatic. There might be a dent to your present experience. So today, we'll be speaking on trauma and self-esteem. So before we dive in, I would like to, I would like you to make sure that on whatever episode that you listen to, that you drop a review. Let me know what you learned. Let me know how this podcast has been impacting your mental health. Have you seen any change? Have you seen, have you been able to apply the things that you're learning here to your mental health practically? Because I believe that you listening to your podcast is to broaden your horizon about a particular topic, is to help you know better and to give you a wider perspective of a particular subject. And so if you're listening to a mental health podcast is to help you know more is to give you more knowledge and is to expand your your bandwidth. I mean, is to help you know more about what mental health is and for you to have a better experience of the health of your soul, right? And so I said today we'll be speaking on trauma and self-esteem. We spoke about trauma and other things in the last episode. I'm excited to be speaking on how trauma causes low self-esteem. I... The last episode, last four episodes, I've been um, speaking on it, and I mentioned it that there was a time that I suffered from low self-esteem, and I am excited to talk about it because I know firsthand what it is. One of the major things that trauma causes is how we see ourselves and the world around us, which could also mean people, your close ones, and friends. And at the same time, trauma also affects the way you see God. If you are a believer listening to this, I want you to know that one of the major things that can also affect the way that you experience God, you open up yourself to God and you allow God to permeate your being is trauma. The things of the past, the things that were traumatic to you. Trauma is like a threat or a danger that makes a person's brain enter into flight or fight mode. That is 
quite familiar because I mentioned the four trauma responses in which flight and flight were part of them. We have the fight, we have the flight, we have the fawn and the freeze. After which, trauma leaves sediments of a deformed self, image and perception. Now, according to research, there is a strong relationship between emotional abuse from childhood experiences and adult self-esteem. However, there is an high probability that you experience low self-esteem at a bad past. If you experience traumatic, if you had traumatic experiences in the past because it affects the way you see yourself, it affects the way you carry yourself, it affects your sense of identity, it affects just your sense of self and at the same time, it affects the way you see people around you. So one thing that First of all, I one thing that I always do on this podcast is to tell my story, right? To let you know that whatever it is that you are experiencing is not something that isn't real that other people aren't experiencing. There is always someone that is experiencing that same thing. Maybe not in the same context, but there is always someone that is experiencing that which you are experiencing or you have experienced. So I suffer from low self-esteem. There are many people that also suffered and are also suffering from low self-esteem. And one of the major reasons why people suffer from low self-esteem is trauma. Trauma affects a person's confidence affects a person's self-worth. It is no more news that trauma affects daily life. It affects the way you love and care for yourself. It also affects the way you look after yourself. For instance, if what caused your trauma is a chaotic environment or one where you didn't feel loved or and accepted, you feel like if the, everyone was against you, that automatically causes a major harm to you. And when I say you, I don't just mean the surface you. I don't just mean the physical you. I don't mean your body. I mean it causes a major harm to your mind. The way you think and respond. The way you react. So that's why you can see a five-year-old girl doing so bright. She's... She is confident in herself. She is bold. And something, something just happens. And you just notice that when she's seven, she's that timid girl. She's shy. She doesn't, she doesn't have a strong sense of confidence. She, she sips in things from her mates, from her colleagues so fast. She, she cringes when people talk to her. She cries easily. She can't absorb people's words. She allows people's opinions about her to affect her. She sees herself through the lens of people, other people. That shows that that trauma has actually affected her, her self-esteem. It automatically reveals that that trauma has not only affected her body, but it has also affected her sense of self. So that's why you can see, it's it's funny that we can see that people change so fast. People can change so fast. And one thing that trauma does is trauma affects development. So for instance, maybe when you were young, 
what what caused you your what caused your low self-esteem which is trauma was when it happened to you when you were as little as six years old at that point you are still developing at that point you are still learning how to grasp things you are still learning how to embrace the reality of life you are still learning how to learn a lot of things in life and something something happens you just find yourself a traumatic experience happens to you and you, you just find that your flow it's it becomes diminished you're not bold as you are you don't love yourself like you are you begin to see things about yourself that you hate you're not confident you can't speak boldly you um sometimes you even stutter and you know people around you could be asking what happened to you and even to yourself as you as you grew and maybe right now you're an adult you you look back and you're just like what happened what really happened why, why did I turn out to be this way? I was bold. I was confident in myself. I loved myself when I was much younger. But right now, a lot of things have happened. And, you know, I can, I can, I can tell you that peer pressure could also be traumatic. Because when you experience a lot of, tra- a lot of pressure from your peers, your peers are, you keep listening to your peers and, you know, people keep telling you, you're not smart. People keep telling you, uh, you are a failure. You know, when you keep hearing things like, you're a failure, or you keep hearing, you don't have to do this. You, you, you don't, you're not beautiful. You're too dark. You know, those comments, body shaming, all those, all those things are traumatic. And they have a way by which they seep into our hearts and they immediately they take they they take up the form of our lives. While you were thirteen, as well as when you were thirteen, you were still you were still agile, you were strong in spirit and all of that. But you moved a particular set of people and you started hearing words that were making your soul downcast. You started hearing words that were lifting up your spirit. At that point, you were those were those words were bringing you down and they were automatically affecting your self-esteem and that's why you begin to see that you, you you began to experience inferiority complex you began to experience low self-esteem you began to feel jealous of the other person that better, better than i am this person has more of this that, than i am mm, i can't I don't, I don't think i can be of any good you know those words are as a result they actually they they were they, they didn't just happen in a day Everything was actually happening in a particular process. The way that you began to think like that didn't just happen in a day. It didn't just happen in a flash. It wasn't sudden. It was a process. And as I trauma itself, there are different types of trauma. Yeah. I mentioned in the last episode that there are different types of, tra- of trauma responses, but also there are different types of trauma. There's an acute tra- trauma, there's a chronic trauma. So we have those types of trauma. Maybe there are trauma that they happen over time. You keep experiencing them. For instance, maybe a, a girl that she, she feels so much rejected by her father and she keeps interfacing with that reality for years. That is chronic trauma but there are some type of acute trauma that they happen once and when they happen once they, they automatically affect you so for instance a chronic trauma you're sent maybe for for instance a secondary school student a secondary school student that goes to school every day and at school 
she's not finding it funny with her teachers she's not finding it funny with her peers she's she's experiencing bully at school and all of those things they are automatically chronic trauma and you know trauma is not is is not it doesn't announce itself the way it does it it's so subtle that it begins to seep into people's mind people's emotions people's feelings people's mental health that's why most people that experience bully they find it's so easy for them to slip into depression when they're experiencing that trauma they are they are so susceptible to depression they are susceptible to anxiety they are susceptible to overthinking and so trauma makes makes us susceptible to mental health issues trauma makes us susceptible to mental health challenges trauma makes us susceptible to low self-esteem trauma makes us susceptible to self-sabotage trauma makes us susceptible to self-hate self-doubt so for instance the reason why someone would have low self-esteem is because maybe the sense of that person's sense of self has been so much ridiculed Maybe that person has had a foreign information about themselves and it has really and has marred their sense of identity. So today my goal is to make you understand. I know that I have established the fact that trauma actually affects the way we see ourselves. Trauma affects the way we see the world. And also, trauma affects the way we see our creator, which is God. Trauma affects the way we see. It is like, it's like being introduced into a different, into a foreign world entirely. That is what trauma is. And so, you begin to see differently. You begin to see in the, in the reverse way. You begin to see in the opposite manner. What causes low self-esteem is automatically how we see ourselves. Because if you see yourself in the best way, you would have, you, there wouldn't be anything called inferiority complex with your peers, with the world around you. You would not experience, comparison would not be something you are battling with. Insecurity would not be something you are battling with. Because without, when, when you are able to overcome trauma, when you are able to overcome all those challenges that have put you in a cage for a long time, you begin to emerge into your best self. You begin to see the beauty in yourself. You begin to see yourself as what you, what you, what you thought you could not attain to. So for instance, the reason why charge today actually is take us through a particular process so i spoke about trauma that's the one i spoke about how trauma affect the way we see ourselves also i spoke about i brought us to the understanding of how trauma affects self-esteem at the same time i'm bringing us into understanding of how low self-esteem is linked to solve love the way you love yourself because it has been established according to research and it's also logical that when you love yourself you have a strong self-esteem you have a strong sense of self you have a strong self-worth 
you hold yourself in high esteem. It is not pride. It's not being you. It's not you being pompous, but it is you coming to a place whereby you have placed yourself in a place that not even the perception of others or the opinion or a deformed image or a deformed picture of you in the minds of people can make you see yourself less. And that is why in the world today we have the love problem because what you you cannot pour out of an empty cup. I I, I established that in the last episode and I also think I, I established that in the second to the last episode that you cannot love if you have not learned how to love yourself. If you have not learned and experienced a deep sense of love for yourself, you would have a deformed expression of love to your world. And that is why sometimes most people have trust issues. I'm making you understand that trauma doesn't only affect emotions. Trauma affects the world at large. The reason why our society is broken, the reason why we have strife, the reason why we have a deformed world, the reason why things, it looks like things are going haywire, and the reason why relationship with people are are of the opposite of what it should be is because trauma has eaten deep into people. Trauma has eaten deep into the heart and mind of men. Into the heart and mind of people. And so when I, that's why mental health for me is so, I'm so passionate about it because it cuts across every aspect. It affects, it moves from the way it affects the individual to how it affects the family sector to how it affects the world at large. This podcast has been a journey. The second episode, I brought you on a journey of how your mental health needs you. And I established, I established the fact that your mental health needs you to be productive. Now, look at someone that has been so battered with trauma. Look at someone that the effect of trauma is still as a, as a strong hold on he or she. Would that person be able to produce at the best peak or not? That's a question I'll leave to you. It's a question I want you to answer and reflect on. Take a deep thought on. Take a deep thought on it and look at how, look at the loopholes. You know, sometimes we, we, we feel like Lucifer's team just jumped on us. No, it didn't jump on us. There were things that actually contributed to it. There are so many things that actually contribute to it. And I've always established that we always need to go back to the root to be able to curb anything that we are trying to control. So you are trying to control self-esteem. You cannot control it from the way you think. You have to look back at why do I keep looking down on myself? How has bullying affected me? 
how has this affected me? How has this traumatic experience affected the way that I see myself, the way I carry myself, the way I love myself, the way I believe in myself, the way I dream big of myself? These are questions that you need to ask yourself. Because as you move, you realize that it's deeper than you think. And there is more to this than you know. There is more to mental health than you know. There is more to your self-esteem that you know. It has to be something that you keep fighting for. It has. To, it, it is something that you have to keep. You have to keep winning for, because automatically it looks like the world is created to to you know to move against us. Because there are many things that will want to slow you down. There are many things that will want to to look down on yourself. But you have to keep picking yourself back up. You have to keep believing in yourself. You have to keep seeing the best in yourself. You have to keep loving yourself the way you are. You have to keep seeing yourself with a renewed lens. You have to keep Look away from the experiences of the past. I'm going to be very sincere with you. I know it's not easy. I know it's not an easy journey to just snap out of it and just, you know, just say, yeah, I'm going to stop low self-esteem now. Especially when you have had a long history with it. You have to take it one step at a time. But I am here to tell you that whatever might have happened to you in the past is not you. You are not your trauma. You are not that bad experience that happened to you. No, that's not who you are. No, that's not who you have called. That's not what you have been called to be. That is not who God has created you to be. The Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what the Bible says about you. And God wants you to see yourself in the best way that he sees you. And that's why I'm here to tell you today that you can come to a place where your trauma no more has no hold on your self-esteem. It is possible that you have a strong self-esteem. And whatever phase that you might be right now, you are listening to this podcast at the right time, I tell you. And... You might, might be someone that you know about, you know that you have low self-esteem, right? But you are still struggling with it. You are at the right place. Because this is the podcast that helps you, that shows you that you need to look into the things that cause you this deformed image of yourself. Then you need to pick up a new eyes. You need to pick up a new lens. It's just like someone that has a poor eyesight. The next thing for that person to do is pick up a new lens. Go to the doctor and they, they, you know, they prescribe new glasses to you. And when they begin to see, they begin to see clearly. They begin to see with a new lens because they've gone for a new lens. And so it is time for you to pick up new eyes. It is time for you to see yourself the best person on the, on the planet. It doesn't matter who looks better than you or who is doing better than you or what you have heard about people's opinion. You know, I think some days ago I was telling myself that 
um, you come to a point in you come to a point in your growth where you realize that actually people are not the problem you are the one that needs to be fixed because i remember sometimes where some people just talk to me and not as if it was an insult directly but they were just talking they were talking to me and it got to me and i would start crying I know I was just, I was just, I was just dig myself a few days ago and I was like, oh wow, like you really cried, oh really, like, and I just came to understand that it can't happen again because I have, no, even if the same person or the same people spoke to me in the same way, I would not cry because I have, le- I've come to a point where I've learned how to receive people's words. I've learned how to, you know, I've learned how to maintain a position where I can listen to what you see, but at the same time, I can choose how that affects me. I can choose how it has effects on my mind. And I can choose what I choose to accept into me. It's just, it's just part of the good process. So this is my chat to you today that your trauma shouldn't determine how you love yourself. Your trauma shouldn't determine how you show up every day. Yeah. Research has said that trauma affects daily life. But trauma, no, don't allow it. Don't allow what happened to you while you were seven, while you were 13, while you were a teenager, while you were trying to get the best out of life affect you. You were made for more. And you need your mental health to be to be productive. You need your mind. God created the mind because he knows that it, it performs a particular function. Yes. And so that is why we have the mind, we have the soul, we have the heart. So I tell you that God is so well informed about the need for you to be whole mentally. Is so well, is so much informed about the need for you to be whole emotionally, to be well emotionally, because you need to be okay on the inside before you start getting well on the outside. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Bible also says that you should guard your heart diligently, for out of it flows issues of life. I hope that as you've listened to this podcast and as you've interacted with my words, that you begin to experience healing in every form and you begin to see yourself in, you begin to see yourself in the light of a new day and you break free from all the clutches of trauma. Thank you. We have come to the end of this episode. It was a great time recording this. I must say that it was really a great time because I really spoke from my heart. I have a whole lot to say. I hope that one day, very soon, I will, I will speak on how the process of how I, of how I've been able to overcome low self-esteem. Yeah. Because Sometimes we need to hear people's story for us to be motivated and inspired 
and for us to believe that it is possible. That if it's possible for this person, it is possible for me. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. Thank you for riding with me. I hope that as you go in your new week, that you go flourishing. You go blossoming. You go shining as the light that you are. And so for now, please do well to subscribe, follow, drop your reviews, your feedbacks, and everything you learned, everything you think I should improve on this podcast. Thank you so much. And until next time, bye for now.